You are listening to the Fantasy Nightcap, a fantasy collective production with your host, Shane. Grab a drink, kick back, and enjoy the show. Welcome in to another episode of Fantasy Nightcap. I am your host, Shane Barrett. You can find me on Twitter at FFShaneB. And we are back from our high ATOS. Uh, I needed a little break from content creation just to recharge the battery, so we took a couple weeks off here at the All Nightcap. So we are back and we are ready to hop into the Dynasty offseason for fantasy football. And joining me tonight is the Rotating Tap. The beautiful, the unique, the wonderful, the magnificent, the all-knowing Nathan Pullboat. Nate, cheers, buddy. How are you doing? Cheers. Tonight? I'm wonderful. Kicking back, talking some football with my homie. So, yes. you know, I'm even though it's a Monday and it's going to snow tomorrow. Ooh. Well, it's a, it's a Monday here and it's not going to snow tomorrow. Um, I think we're done with snow for a little bit, which I'm kind of okay with. We moved to South Carolina to get snow, more snow than we were getting in Birmingham. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, no, our high tomorrow is 55. It was 58. I, it was 58 here today. A-okay with that. So, Yeah, you know what I did? Sat inside what? and watched rookie film. I'm jealous, but that's per- that's perfect preparation for what we're doing today. Yeah. So, ladies and gentlemen, what we are doing today is a 12-team Superflex QB. I can't even talk. Superflex 2QB, whatever the hell you want to call it. Rookie mock. Um, way too early rookie mock. Um, Nathan and I are going to go 101 to 112 for the first episode, and then 201 to 212 for the second episode. So, But before we get into that, Nate, what are you drinking? Well, currently, I have a black cherry, truly. I will be switching to Coors Light here soon. And then I am drinking the Kirkland Signature Canadian Blended Whiskey from Costco. And it's delicious. Nice. Yeah. And cheap. And cheap. $18.99 for a 1.75. Very nice. Very, 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 very nice. Um, what are you drinking? I am drinking a good old Landshark, one of my favorite beers. Um, an island-style lager, as it says on the bottle. Uh, this has been one that I've just, I've always loved it. Like it's good, easy drinking mm-hmm. beer. Um, I'm a big land shark fan. Yeah. It's a, it's one of my favorites. So, okay. Are you ready to jump into this way too early? Super flex rookie mock. Yeah, man. Let's do it. Cool. Let's get after it. Uh, you are actually starting us off with the one one So who is your one one of super flex? So I'm kind of of the thinking, and I'll, I'll only explain strategy a couple of times throughout this. I know nobody cares that much, but I want to just explain how I'm thinking going into a rookie draft. Yeah. Um, I'm thinking long-term need. So yeah. unless it's like Najee Harris or, I mean, Trevor Lawrence, guys like that, um, I, I'm looking at what am I going to need in a year to two years on my team? Yeah. Like, do I have yeah. like a, a CMC where – I could have an issue down the road. Well, we're seeing a lot of that coming up at the running back position right now and more committee type stuff. But we have some of these guys in this class that have the ability to excel. Be the 60 to the the 60, 40. 
So I'm going to go with Isaiah Spiller out of Texas A&M. Um, Interesting. And I don't even really have to explain it. I don't think, I think anybody who's listening to this is like, they know he's talented. Um, his, yeah, I, so, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna get into it because people who are listening to the show know Isaiah Spiller. They know why yeah. I'm saying so I guess running back. And even in Superflex, which this class is, some have deemed it weaker at QB, but I still think even with Superflex, some people will push those up, and we'll probably end up talking about that a little bit throughout the show. But quick question before I go, 102: Why is Spiller ahead of Brees Hall for you? Or even Kenneth Walker. Um, I think he's more of a... His running style lends himself more to being a feature back out the game. Okay. Yeah. So, and if I can get that kind of like, plug him in in a flex slot, because I don't necessarily need him to replace a Dalvin Cook or CMC yeah. or whoever. So... No, I uh, for me it's his... I, I agree with you. Um, Spiller's my RB1 in this class. I... I think his long speed is better than Hall's. Um, and some people have not discussed that with me in the in different group chats and on the timeline and whatnot. But I think his long speed is way better than Brees Hall's. Uh, yeah, everything, yeah, I agree. Everything else seems to be relatively similar. Some people have said that Hall is a better pass catcher. I think Spiller is a fine pass catcher, if you ask me. Um, to where I, I completely agree with you. I think Hall, uh, Spiller can easily plug in and be a... Three down back, um, like we said, a sixty-four, the sixty and a sixty-forty split, uh, really, really easily. So, yeah, I yeah, like this I pick. Agree. All right, so who's your one hundred two? Well, because I'm shocked that he's here, um, it's going to be Traylon Burks. Uh, I like, dude is a monster. Um, six three, two twenty-five, I think. Um, He's probably, I would be shocked if he ran like four, five or slower. Um, I think he's going to easily be in the four, three, four, four range. Um, and at that size with his strength and ability to be a jump ball guy with like his quarterback this year was KJ Jefferson. He's going to get an improvement at quarterback in the NFL. Most likely. There's probably a few people, Jordan Love, that won't be an improvement <laughs> for him. Um, well, but also he's not going to end up in Green Bay. He, I would be ecstatic if he did, if Rodgers was staying, if he doesn't. Well, Rodgers isn't staying, though. But Yeah, shut up. He's going to Denver, I know. I don't even know if he's going. I don't know where he's going, but. I'm actually, like, I said this uh, in the, the chat on Fantasy Friends hosted by Fantasy Barbecue, Eric Johnson. Um, I think it's about 80% that Rodgers actually stays in Green Bay. Now, Mike Greenberg said on the radio today he's had multiple people tell him he's gone, but I I don't know. I've got a feeling that he's either – I said 80% he stays, 15% he retires, and 5% he requests a trade. And I still – right now I still stick to that. Yeah, I don't know, man. He's such a wild card. There's no way to know what's going to happen. I could see him retiring, but I think it's probably for me, 10% he stays, 80% he requests a trade, 10% he retires. 
I yeah. feel like he he wants another Super Bowl because he he hears people talking. Mm-hmm. You made one championship and one Super Bowl, and that's all you yeah. managed. And you're talking about I'm a Hall of Fame quarterback. Okay, I mean Dan Marino, of course, also, but. I mean, he is a Hall of Fame quarterback, but I get what you're saying. Right. Like the the resume does not, the playoff resume does not speak to, um, enough production to just guarantee a, a Hall of Fame if you take out all his regular season accomplishments. So right. fair. Um. Okay. Yeah, Traylon Burks. It, it's very very close for me for Traylon Burks and another player who we'll probably talk about here in the next couple of picks. Um, and I'm just, I'm going with the bigger, stronger player at this point for me right now. Um, it, we'll see what the rest of the combine looks like. And, um, so yeah. All right. One of three hit me. So I'm going to go with Garrett Wilson, wide receiver out of that's who I figured. I like that a lot. Um, and it, like I said, it's that's who I'm very close with between Burks and him. Yep. I mean, he's got he's good size, good hands. He's a pretty solid route runner. Cuts well. I think I like the way he, he moves. I think he might be the best route runner in the class. Mm, yeah. For for the top tier know. guys. Yeah, for top tier guys, yes, he is. Like I feel like it's it, top tier is probably him. Burks, Olave, Drake London. Am I missing anybody that you can think of? Um, Jameson Williams is another one, but um, do you hear me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I'm sorry. I was on a stat page and the video popped up and just started oh. playing in my ear, and I couldn't hear you for a minute. I was oh, trying to get gotcha. it turned off. Gotcha. My bad. So yeah, Jamison Williams was the other one. I out of those five, mm-hmm. to me, uh, Wilson's the best route runner by far. So, okay. All right, one hundred four. I'm gonna I'm gonna pop the QB cherry, um, and I'm taking my QB one. He's been my QB one for a while, and. To me, he's been. I think he's the most pro ready quarterback outside of maybe Matt Corral, and it's Sam Howell. Okay. So to me, Sam Howell's production this year, he showed uh, increased willingness, and it's almost by necessity to run the ball and Mm -hmm. to show where. I wouldn't say he's a dual threat quarterback. He's not going to be Lamar Jackson. He's not going to be what we think of Trey Lance or uh, Josh Allen. He's going to be more like a Justin Herbert or even maybe Mahomes um, when it comes to like when they, or Burrow even, when they need to run, they can't. He's not going to be a statue. Right. And he can, he can be a decent threat with that. And then from a passing standpoint, I think he's, he's extremely polished. I mean, if you think about it, Nate, he lost both his starting running backs from last year's team who are Mm -hmm. both, starting caliber NFL running backs and doing well in the NFL. And then he lost his two starting wide receivers and Deami Brown and Daz Newsome. And so now Josh Downs is a really nice player, but I think he's a, I think he's either a true freshman or true sophomore this year. And it was his first year as being kind of the guy. So 
for me, with Towell losing all of that production, he was still able to produce this year. And everything I've seen on him, he's just so damn good. So Howell's my QB1. I'm taking him here at 104 in a super flex league. I like it. Um, so with the 105, I am going to go with Drake London out of USC. Okay, I like his talk- – I think it, this is a speed – for me, he's, okay. I think he's intel. He's smart. He'll pick up the game quickly and wherever okay. he ends up. Um, I think he's a, like probably an immediate impact player. Okay. Where would you want him to land? Like draft order, like notwithstanding, you can pick where Drake London goes. Where do you want him to go? Where do you think he's the best fit? Uh, this is going to sound absolutely batshit crazy. And it's fine. I don't care because whoever ends up being the starting quarterback there next season is going to be good. Um, Houston. I like that, actually. Mm -hmm. Is Brandon Cook still under contract? Can you find that out for me real quick? The reason I ask that is because if London goes to Houston and Cooks is still under contract, they've got a nice threesome of wide receivers with Cooks, Nico Collins, and Drake London. So it looks like, yeah. So he's under contract. Okay. Sixteen million. Then he's a free agent. Basically, the last two years of his contract automatically void. Okay. <clears throat> so, what a weird thing. Um. Yeah. I mean. Okay. So Cooks is there, and I don't care if it's Davis Mills, who looked good. Who looks I think very we, good. I think we both agree on that. Yes. Well, I just I was so impressed with him at the end of the season. I wrote him up in an in-between piece at the end of the season. Um just like is like a dynasty like guys I want. And he's yeah. a guy in dynasty I'm very hot on because yeah. they're they're gonna get in, and I wish they hadn't fired their head coach. I know, me too. <laughs> he, he did phenomenal for, for what he had for them. He was dealt. He was dealt a terrible hand. Like imagine like your hand, like they shoved his hand in the dirt, stepped on it and then shit on it and then lit it on fire. And that's probably about as bad of the hand as he was dealt. Maybe worse. Yep. Yep. And he had that team playing to compete towards the end of the year. He did. Even with that, with Rex Burkhead. Yeah. the main running back. I think this Houston team takes a step next season, whoever their coach is. Um, I'd really like them to hire Eric Bieniemy. Yeah. It's not looking like he's going to get a job, though, um, which is kind of a bummer. But, yeah, I don't care. It if it's Davis Mills, I... if it's Deshaun Watson, doesn't matter to me. Little bump if it's Deshaun Watson, but still, like, long-term especially, I'm great with Davis Mills. So, Yeah. No, I uh, I completely agree. Um, another coaching candidate I'd like to see is is Brian Flores. Like I would love him. I think mm-hmm. that team, with the way that he coaches, I think that team would do really well under his leadership. Well, um, and Flores is probably most likely because he clearly wanted Deshaun Watson. Yeah. In Miami, what a bummer yeah. for Davis Mills. I know, but but. If Flores doesn't go there, 
maybe go somewhere else. Maybe they can get a deal done unless it's somewhere that's already got an established quarterback. So, yep. All right. So who do you got with the 106, Shane? I am really torn here, to be completely honest with you. Do I go quarterback because it's super flex? I think I'm going to. Um, yeah, I'm going to. I'm going to go Matt Corral. I don't hate it. Um, there's a quarterback I like better who I'm taking next. But yep, I, mean, I know Matt, who it is. Matt Corral's, Matt Corral's do you, do you think you do? I'm ninety. Well, if it's who we talk or who I saw on the show sheet, I think I know who it is. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I I like Matt Corral a lot. Um, I he's probably the most pro ready quarterback. If you ask me, I think he can make all the throws that he needs to. He's going to be able to run whatever offense he gets put in. Um, biggest thing for me will end up being his decision-making if it's actually improved. Cause I, there is that, I think he had a four interception game in year two or three that's still burned in the back of my head. Um, so decision-making will be key for him. But if he go like, Denver, not like if Denver drafts Matt Corral. I've seen him on some mocks to Denver where he goes to Denver. The, I Denver would has, love that. What pick does Denver have? Nine. I think I, I think it is nine. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Especially if they get Aaron Rodgers, because, you know, you only got two or three seasons left to him. And yeah. You, you bring a guy. Well, in. if they if they get Rodgers, I think the nine pick goes to Green Bay. Oh, probably, probably. Yeah. So. Well, that's fine. We'll have Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. Um, but yeah, most pro ready to me. He, uh, yeah. So, all right, one hundred and seven. I think I know who you're taking here. I'm going to go ahead and put it in the show sheet, and you can tell me if I'm wrong. I'm waiting. It's in there. Weird. It didn't update on my side. Oh, that is weird. Yeah. Um. But yes, I'm pretty sure. Kenny Pickett. Yep. I'm a big fan. I think I think I think he's the most pro-ready quarterback in this class. Personally. I am not. I'm going to let well, you finish talking about him, and then I, I'll tell I, you I, why. He's got a big arm. I mean, his decision making not phenomenal, but also Pittsburgh is a really good school. And I think about uh, Dan Marino came from Pittsburgh. I don't know if a lot of people know that. Um, just very smart. He's a smart guy. He, 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 I think most of it for me is like he. I like his arm. Like it's a pro ready arm. See, like he makes those NFL throws, where guys like Patrick Mahomes even weren't making the NFL throws at first, which is why he sat behind Alex Smith. He had to learn how to do it. Pickett already does it. Yeah. Um, there's like, because I've watched some film on him already. There's like two plays that I can think of where he. And the like, they're the best plays that he makes that he made. But outside of that, I haven't been blown away yet watching Pickett. And the two plays I'm talking about, um, one I think was against Tennessee, where he's scrambling it out to the right, and then he throws it across his body to the left. Um, and I mean, it was a beautiful play, but 
it was the best play that he made. And outside of that, I was just underwhelmed. Um, Were you blown away by Mac Jones coming out of Alabama? No, but I knew what Mac Jones was as an Auburn fan. Like I knew how cerebral he was going to be and how just because of coming from Saban, like I knew Jones was going to be good. I think, I think Pickett's a similar, similar type player, better arm. And Jones. I think he's more. I mean, he's obviously more mobile than Mac too. Well, I just dude, everybody's I, so, more mobile than. I'm Tom Brady is more. probably more mobile than Mac Jones. I'm probably more mobile than Mac Jones, and that's saying something. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I just haven't seen it with Pickett yet. I know ever a lot of people love Pickett, but I'm I'm not in. I'm not there yet. Um, now I'll like just to for, to prove my track record. I was wrong on Josh Allen. I was wrong on Justin Herbert, but I flipped on that one quick. Um, but I was we'll actually I'm, not wrong on Josh Allen. I nailed it. I I you. knew it was going to take a couple years for him to get acclimated to the NFL mm-hmm. and to start making better decisions. Yeah. But once he did it, like I, I live, oh, probably like an hour and a half away from the University of Wyoming. Okay. Maybe like somewhere around there. I could probably get there about an hour and a half. Um, so like I do kind of follow their athletics a little because they're yeah. in the news here. Um, so I think, yeah, they're only 30 minutes, 30 or 40 minutes from Colorado state university. So, okay. um, but dude, I wanted the Broncos to get him and I was so upset when they didn't go after him. That dude's talent. He's going to win. He's going to get Buffalo their first super bowl. We're getting into yeah. a cool era in football right now where some teams who haven't ever really won are going to start winning, like the Bengals. Um, yep. The Patriots haven't won in what feels like forever. Shut your... I'm going to kick you off the show in about three seconds. <laughs> uh, anyway. The Browns, fingers crossed. Mm, the Browns. I still think it could be Baker, but I think they also might go after a quarterback in this draft. I think they'd be stupid to go after a quarterback in this draft. None of these quarterbacks are better than Baker. I don't know. I don't know, man. I'm rooting for Cleveland. My in-laws are all from Ohio. Father-in-law's from Cleveland, so I'm like, I'm a Cleveland fan now. All right, Shane, who's your 108? 108, um, I I was actually torn between this person at 106, so I'm glad you took Pickett so I can take this person. Why is this box so long on the show sheet? What the heck? Um, sorry, ADD Shane coming in. I'm taking Brees Hall here. Um, too much value, uh, for the RB two, in my opinion. Um, like we talked about when we were talking about Spiller on the, uh, the one Oh one Brees Hall can be a three down back. I have no doubts about that. Um, from what I've watched, I just like Spiller a little bit better. Um, so getting him at one Oh eight to me is an extreme value and I'll take it every day of the week. I feel like that's when I, all said and done, the ADP's wrapped up on him. That's right around where he is. 107, yeah. 108, 109. Yeah. <clears throat> Somewhere around in there. Um, yeah, I mean, everything you said is right. All right, Nate. So we were just talking about Brees Hall at the 108. Who are you taking at the 109 in our way too early Superflex rookie? So at this point, we're going to start seeing quarterbacks go more. Um, I think the next quarterback off the board's Carson Strong. Okay. So is that who you're taking at 109? Yep. 
Obviously, oh. Shane. <laughs> Come on. Sure. It's you're fine. Um, God, Dad. I he's just ta- he's talented, level-headed. Um, I think intelligent enough to pick up the the pro game quickly wherever he ends up. He is less mobile than Mac Jones. Mm-hmm. That's okay. Dude, it is. Every quarterback. I I understand there's a trend trend towards more mobile quarterbacks, but oh no, I going to be Josh Allen or Lamar oh Jackson. no, I can com- completely agree with you. I was just making the joke that he like yeah he makes Mac Jones look like Lamar Jackson. <laughs> I mean, it's <laughs> fair. <coughs> so, um, he's another one that I now with him. I need to study more. Um, I need to watch more film on him and kind of, kind of get a, a a peg on him. I know the NFL is gonna love his arm, um, because that dude has a cannon. Um, so. That's what I'm. I need to check out, but uh, I'm just. I I don't know when Carson Strong either. So, um, um, but yeah. So at one ten. Oh, I'm torn here. I am really, really torn here. Um. Oh no, I'm not. I'm taking Kenneth Walker. Kenneth Walker, 110. I feel like that is probably pretty decent value on him. Um, yeah. I've seen him as high as like 108 in Moss yeah. and as low as like mid-second round. So, Yeah, either way, yeah. Uh, and so much of this too, like you've got to remember when you're doing these mocks, like it depends on positional need sometimes with teams. Yep. Totally. Depends on how, it depends on how you draft. I'm someone who well, generally tries not to go for positional need if I don't have to. But sometimes you have to. Like there were some orphans I took over. I had to get quarterbacks. Yeah. I had Well, nothing. and at this point too, like it's a way too early mock. We don't know anything about draft capital. Um, right. And, and landing spots. So like Sam Howell could go 101 off the board. He's probably going to end up being the 101 in Superflex. Kenny Pickett could go 101. That's probably more likely with what I see on Twitter. Is Kenny Pickett goes 101 in the NFL draft and ends up being the 101 of Superflex. So there's still a lot of moving parts here. Um, combine, pro days, etc. So there, right. we still got a lot of information. So this is still really, really early. Kenneth Walker had a great had, season. Yep, and we haven't even had the Senior Bowl yet. Yeah, so. it's this week. Oh, so. believe me, I know. I'm friends with Dan Turner. Everyone and their mother feels like is at the senior bowl, which is funny. I don't live in Alabama anymore, and like everyone I know from Twitter is going down to Mobile, Alabama. So I'm hoping I get to go next year to cover something. Yeah, that'd be cool. That would be very cool. Yeah. Okay, one eleven. Who you taking? So I'm gonna go with somebody I actually wrote about in an article that should be coming out tonight or tomorrow. Um, Sky Moore. I really like Mm. this kid. And I think he's being undervalued right now. But he's going to rock it. He's going to fly up draft boards. Um, Um, What position? Wide receiver. Western Michigan. Okay. Okay. 
I knew I, I had heard of him, but I couldn't remember where he where he was from and what position he played. I mean, I, come rookie draft time, if I'm getting him at 111, I am ecstatic that he lasted so that you're, long into a draft. So you're taking him over Chris Olave? Yep. He he's he's a smaller school guy. Yeah, but he he works well out of the slot. Um, his route running is exceptional, and he's yeah. so good at finding open space. Um, Western Michigan, their offensive line wasn't great. Like most college teams, offensive lines aren't that great, and yeah. their quarterback was under pressure a lot. And he was really good at bailing his quarterback out. <laughs> Did it a ton in the film that I watched. Um, nice. And I, I think I think 111 is a really good value for him. Okay. We'll have to hold you to that one, Mr. Nathan. That's um, receipts. You said Sky Moore, right? C, with two Ys. Okay, that's what I thought. And I almost spelled it that way, and then I stopped. All right, like Sky the Moore. So, yeah. Okay, 112. Um, <laughs> I might sound slightly hypocritical here. Um because I just said you're taking Sky Moore over Chris Olave? What the hell? Um, I'm going to take uh, I'm George Pickens. I'm not surprised. That's kind of as soon as you said it wasn't Olave, I assume that's who it would be. Yep. Um, Pickens has been getting a lot of love lately, um, and it's justified. As, as he should be. Yep. I know he's coming off the ACL, but he ended up playing in the college football playoff um, and maybe even before that. Do you, like when he is at full health and he like he's still obviously recovering from the ACL when he's at full health he should be mentioned with to me Traylon Burks and, and George Pickens not George Pickens George uh fuck Garrett Wilson um god damn man I am so, sorry no you're fine what people tend to forget I think is that um medicine is an ever-evolving science yeah so where an ACL tear was a big deal 10 years ago when it happened to Adrian Peterson, it's not a big deal anymore. Yeah, uh, more than 10 uh, years ago for Adrian Peterson, but you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, like we've advanced medicine. Yep. 100%. Yes. So we're seeing it now with Deontay Foreman and Cam Akers. Cause how good did Deontay Foreman look? when he started getting carries. So these injuries aren't as damning as they used to be. Um, and I, I really, I really like Pickens. I think that's a, I think it's a great pick. Thank you. Um, I haven't truthfully, I haven't watched enough of Olave to really distinguish between Olave and Pickens for me. So I'm going to go Pickens here because he's more of a known commodity to me. I know Olave is great. For great from a college perspective, he'll be good in the NFL. But I, I want Pickens. Um, That's fair. I uh, maybe it's my SEC bias. I don't know. So doesn't matter. Right. If you like him, get him. And yeah. it's that's that's a solid ADP. Yeah, I agree. All right. Well, that wraps up our round one for our way too early Superflex rookie mock. Um, so tune in next time to listen to round two, where Nate and I are going to probably have even more, uh, well, some probably some deeper prospects for you um, that maybe you haven't heard of if, you ha- if you're just getting started on uh, your scouting. So, all right, thanks.
So, well, all right, that wraps up this episode of Fantasy Nightcap. Nate, before we go, where can people find you? You can find me with uh, in between media at IBT underscore media on Twitter. Um, you can find me at Janate Jack FF on Twitter as well. I'm going to be changing that soon to just my name because this has gone on long enough and it's silly. I was a child then. I'm an adult now. I was 38. Anyway, <laughs> um, you can find my writing with in between media. I also do a show with in between media, a couple shows. We have DFS tailgate. We've got, the 19th hole firing up soon here for golf uh, that I believe our first episode is next week. Um, coming off the edge. We are back after hiatus in January, tomorrow night at seven Eastern. Then I've got in between at seven, nine thirty Eastern. So many times to remember and to convert here. Um, I'm also now a feature writer at fantasy pros. So you can check me out there. I've got yeah six pieces coming out here in the next probably like 30 days with them. I'm really excited about and NFL labs with Brad Bolt and Mr. Shane Barrett over there. Um, John Swanson, Scott Rainier. Uh, we're, we've got some cool things brewing there and that's it. That's it. And the fantasy collective, of course. Thank you. That's what I was. Well, that's at. where I am right now. So <laughs> I felt like I didn't need to say it. Y'all know you get to hear me here once a month. And that's probably more than you want to hear me, but too bad. I'm here. <laughs> that is fair. Um, well, Nate, thanks for coming on, buddy. Um, it was a blast as per usual. Um, ladies and gentlemen, make sure you follow us on Twitter at Fantasy Nightcap, at FF underscore Collective, and at FF Shane B. Also, be on the lookout. Polly's playoff year three registration will probably be coming out around the Super Bowl. So make sure you get registered for that. Um, and then make sure you like and subscribe to all these, um, to the podcast and to the YouTube for the collective, because we have some hey, huge guests coming up this offseason. Um, and Nate will be on for one of those. So I sure, make sure will. You stay, stay tuned for that one. All right, this is the Fantasy Nightcap, where we serve you fantasy advice straight to Jason. Cheers. Cheers.